is CMS Music with Chris Aiken, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken. And joining me today is a uh, a guy that's uh, been been doing it for a long time. As I was telling him before we started, I saw him eons ago when we were both youngsters. <laughs> it's it's and now that we're oldsters, he's still doing it. I'm still doing it. And um, of course, I'm talking about Mr. Eric Forrest, formerly of Voivod, and uh, for the last 20 years or so of eForce. Uh, he's got a brand new record called Mindbender, which is outstanding. And uh, Eric, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me on. Great yeah. to chat and uh, talk Cleveland. Cleveland yeah. rocks. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, dude, I'll tell you what rocks is Mindbender. What a killer record. As, as somebody that has followed along with eForce, I'm going to say this is the best one. It's Thank, thank you. And, and I'm Maybe I'm crazy on why, but you tell me. I just think this is the most diverse record that you've done. It's one where you really stretched. Anybody that's followed along knows you are just straight up metal, but you really stretched the borders on this one a lot. You know, there's there's some there's some slow songs. There's as close to a ballad as you're going to do on this one. It's it's really. a different record for you without losing the integrity of what eForce has been. Is that fair? Thanks so much. Yeah, I think so. Uh, there's a lot for everybody on this record. Uh, one of the most important things I think is uh, the production of the album is probably the best of any eForce record. And that has a lot to do with uh, the new drummer. I have Patrick Friedrich, who's actually produced four or five eForce records from the previous past. So now that he's in the band, hmm, that's why the drums sound so good. You know, it's a lot more, you know, shit going on. And my new guitar player, Sebastian Chiffaut, from a band called Evilness in the Toulouse in France area. Okay. He's part of the game or the band now. And uh, that that's helped. Uh, it's a lot of things, you know. It's taken a lot of time. Uh, it's the last year album was six years ago. Right. And, uh, you know. People, people can think, oh, what the fuck you do? It took you six years to do fucking write 10 songs or whatever. But no, it was, uh, we uh, actually did like uh, 25 shows in eight countries in a thing called Voivod Revisited. Right. It's between members, between labels. So we got calls. Oh, you play in Turkey? You can play here? So yeah, sure. So we did that. That took about two and a half years. And then, you know, writing the record, which I, you know, composed like eight of the songs and co-wrote a couple with the, the, the new members and then the Voivod tribute. Uh, insect which is on the record or cd whatever it took some time and then with all this covid shit you know and then a few delays and then the release okay another six months so it's finally come to shape but uh yeah there's uh i don't know a lot going on in my life at the time i think when i was creating the the music and uh you know how it is it's just you seize the day and you you get in the vibe and focus and come up with what you come up roll the dice and voila so that's kind of what happened with this and didn't want every song like this or that i just kind of wrote it and it came about as it did really sure and, and you know it, it it's mentioned you just mentioned it and it's mentioned in the press as well that you took a long time to write the music to actually you took instead of yeah. Instead of what most bands do, which is, okay, it's time to do an album. Let's take three months, write write 10 songs, and, and record them. You took over two years to write them. Were, were you just actively taking your time, or was it just indeed that you had so much going on that you could never concentrate to write? Uh, maybe a bit of both. Okay. I, it took some time. I mean, 
I guess Eat Force is in a way different from other bands because it's, you know, I've, I've the guy who's been here still to 20 years later and changed the members. And uh, the last two records, the last, the Monaco record, not only did I write the songs, but I played the rhythm guitar on the album as I did for this album also, except Seb played maybe three, four tracks, but only because I composed them and I could, you know, I knew them and it's sure. my feel, you know, like, so it was kind of being like that and the time and money and all that shit. And, uh, yeah, you know, it just, it just came about like that. Right. Sure, man. Well, well, dude, the, the song, the first song that jumps out from listening to Mindbender is obviously Futures Past, just because that's so different from what you're, what you're known for, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it, it really stood out. So was that something you just felt you hadn't done before? Or is it just something that you had a great well, idea that you had or what? Actually, actually it is on, on the, uh, the curse album had kind of like a little, you know, intermission. I kind of got the idea from away from the Phobos record, the Tempt Mort, I think the song's called, right. and, you know, like a little intermission, little break between the four or five songs and then a little break. And then the rest of the album, I did that on the Curse album. I did that at the Monocle. And I thought, you know, why not on this one? But this one was a little more, a uh, little more, a little more, a lot more shit going on with, in the production and uh, the sounds. Like it's like a movie and shit. And I'm seeing a little, you know, I guess a little Peter Steele like. I don't know. How do you want to say it? But uh, just tried a different, you know, cool, cool vibe and went with it and, you know, completed the song. And it's like, okay, groovy, let's go. You yeah. Know? It, it, it's just funny when you listen to the album, you know, so much of the material is so fierce and then right in the middle, boom, slow down. And it's like, Whoa, where did this come from? You know, I, I'll, I'll not in the, it's, it's, it's the pause so you can get more beer or whatever, you know, or help you fall asleep, whatever. Right. <laughs> well, you, you know what it reminded me of in a weird way. And you may not even know this reference, but um, Sepultura on one of their recent albums, uh, machine Messiah. Um, is that right? They, they open. They open their album with Jesus. something similar to this, and it's like, uh, honestly, the first time I heard that, I was like, "Am I? Did I play the wrong thing?" You know, because I, you know, you yeah. know, Sepultura is it's just vicious, and I, I was like the same thing with your record. I had it playing through through my computer, and I thought it switched to another to another release. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, and that's a good thing though, because you know what. It, you know this as well as anybody, man. If you if you do the same thing over and over and over, exactly, and over, you lose your crowd and you lose your interest to make the music. Yeah, you can't repeat the exact same record. Sure, the the ingredients and the you know the vibe, direction, you know where you're going, but keep keep an open mind. And like I said, uh, this album really came out really well because Patrick Friedrich's now in the band, and because he's in the band and the drummer, you know, and the producer engineer. It, it's just you know. He was the first choice for sure, sure. because he's it was almost like he's already been in the band already for a long time. So, right, that really helped, and uh, all the guys you know in, in in the band live close to Toulouse. Well, I mean, the guitar player was like 100 meters from me, and the, Patrick, the drummer, producer, lives like 45 minutes. So before you know, I was working with a guy who lived in Marseille, in France. It's pretty far, like so. Things uh, they seem seem to gel more when you're you know more connected and closer together as opposed to just always on the you know the Skype or whatever or sending sure. tracks face to face to uh, right. feel the 
the vibe, you know, as a band. <laughs> yeah. now, now, you know, a, as a band, though, you, you've had member changes through throughout E-Force, and obviously, you know, you were in and out of Voivod as well, and I'm sure you were in other yeah. bands before that. Are, yeah. do, do you feel reinvigorated when you bring somebody in new with new ideas and and you know fresh vision or or is it really a pain in the ass to try to to try to learn them and learn how they'll fit your vision i think the most important thing that is very 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 important with any band is the communication within mm -hmm. the people and the personality and the working understanding the environment of what this is about because you know play with some good players who just jump on on you know the wagon to profit or whatever as a stepping stone for what example or so every these guys are intelligent people they know what this e-force thing is they understand okay it's eric's band he writes the songs we kind of follow his vibe da, 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 not our little ingredient and we stir it up and that's what's been created right. and it it can be yeah it can be very stressful of course <laughs> definitely right. Because it's you know in the end there's always something right from this or that or that to, with any band these days no no one's making millions out of it so and no one's getting any younger so it's uh, it becomes you know the, the people I'm working with you know they both have families and stuff so, so it can be time can you know you have to plan things and organize and stuff we're not 25 years old anymore so we can all hang out and party every night and whatever so uh, you know. It, it, it's very difficult for sure, but uh, I just keep going, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, well, dude, I, I will say I love, and I do mean love, the throwback that you did to your Voivod era this time with Insect. My, Without mm. question, it's my favorite Voivod song that, that's ever Thank been you. produced, and Negatron wow. is my favorite album that, that Voivod ever did. And, and it's, Thank you. It's because that your era specifically and i'm assuming it's you you can tell me it's wrong i'm wrong on this but your two albums that one and phobos most metal albums that that voivod did and you know voivod obviously has that astronomy weird thing that they do and Wait, you brought yeah. metal to it i thought and I, you know, it was a thing. I just come in and and we jam like like when I auditioned for those guys. I'm sure we'll get into more Voivod questions later. But when I, even when I auditioned for them back in '94, mm -hmm. we didn't even play. They didn't even say, "Okay, learn this song, this song, this song, this song." I walked in the room. One of their guys has a joint and goes, "You want some?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Give me a talk, dude." And they're like, "Okay, cool. He smoked weed. Great, you know." <laughs> and, and we and we jammed. Okay, just just jam something, follow, improvise. We'll, we'll you know we jammed maybe, you know, I come up with a riff, some blah, 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 improvisation, and for maybe 10, 10, 15 minutes, and the manager Pierre Parody at the time just said, okay, stop, stop, stop. That's it. You're in the band. Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to the bar, have a beer. Done. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it was really a vibe thing, but I think that's the most important thing to in any band to, you know, how it can be somebody with. The jealousies can come with a girlfriend or all that shit or whatever and all that stuff. But it's it's interesting. Everybody's mindset is intelligent enough to know, okay, he's good at this. He does this. He does this. He does this. Everybody together. But so it's, it's kind of interesting for him. But uh, the guys, Patrick and, and Sebastian, they really, you know, support what what they're involved in and, and support what I'm, you know, believe what I'm doing. And it's, you know, it's like a it's a hand of card poker, you know, base, king, queen, jack, right? 
you know, may have the ace card, but I still need the king and the other cards to, to get it done, right? So kind of like that. Exactly. Well, and, mm. and you know, once again, your cover this time, or I don't, I don't know if you call it a cover. It's your song, you know, insect. The third, yeah. <laughs> it, it's 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 even more ferocious than I think the original. I mean, it's thanks, really thanks. We solid. we tried to try to do the best we could, and uh, I think it's because uh, of the Negatron record, we we were tuned to four forty. Okay. Well, Piggy, he, Piggy had his A string, the A sharp, give him that like, sound and everything. But we 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 tuned to E flat on this record. A few previous records were in D, but so maybe because it's lower, gives it that darker vibe. Sure. And a few few of the samples and stuff. But uh, the I think the tempo and stuff is relatively the same. But we didn't try to copy it exact. Close enough, right. but I don't know. You know. It's, it's yeah. not as easy. It's not as easy to sing these days, but it can still manage, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no question, man. Well, well, Eric. Obviously, man. The the big question for your band, for any band, really, right now, is touring. And um, you know, no, no secret. It's it's tough right now. It's, it's the yeah. pandemic's making it incredibly tough, incredibly financially difficult. You know, it, it's so yeah. difficult to make these decisions financially just to have them yeah. canceled on you. So exactly. for you personally, what are you looking at as far as touring again? Do you, do you think that you're going to be able to book like tour tours or do you think you're going to have to rely more on like the weekend, the weekend fly-ins or fly-outs or, or what are you looking at? I think it's all going to depend. We have uh, our show booked in Paris in January, 2023. It's a bit in advance, but that and maybe three shows for May around the southern uh, France area. Okay. I'm in touch with three, four, five different uh, promoters and agencies. It's just a matter of the one we're supposed to go with. I'll announce that when everything happens, but it's they're waiting too. So, you know, it's a kind of a thing like that in, in this sense. So we're just really glad to have the album out because it's taken so fucking long, to be honest. <laughs> so it's real... <laughs> It's it's another chapter. It's another trophy on the wall. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't expect I don't expect to sell a million or nothing like that. Just another trophy, and that feels good. And we just did a video, which just kind of got released by accident last week, but uh, not in a bad way. But right. the label's supposed to do that, and the video or the look story. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it yet. Hallucination. Yeah. But, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna get things sorted out as best as we can definitely and as far as you know usa again i would love to go tour that again even if it's doing a set of voivoda i'd be up for that for sure it's just a matter of whatever and yeah it, if nobody i don't know so I, I didn't even get a vaccine i didn't even get my vaccine yet because i i'm aware of the illuminati and the the new world order and billionaires and all that shit what's really going down it's hard to discuss that with certain people because they look at you like you're a freak and it's like no man this is reality you know but uh yeah. We'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. Dude, I, I can tell you on this. I haven't gotten, I have not gotten the, the jab either. And, um, and I, and I was hospitalized with COVID and even after being hospitalized with COVID, I haven't got the jab. Same reasons you're saying, man. I, right. Right. I totally, totally hear you on that. And it's like, right. I'll make, well, what makes, what makes you know, me think is these people that got the two vaccine already and they get the COVID after, what does that yeah. tell you? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> And, and yeah, what what drives me the most crazy about this COVID thing, we won't turn this into a whole COVID thing, but no, what drives no. me the most crazy is these venues that say, 
Well, even though people that have been vaxxed can have COVID and can spread COVID, they don't need to take a test. Only people that have been unvaccinated have to prove right. that they don't have COVID. And it's like, wait a minute. If, yeah. If, yeah. If, if your concern is safety, then everybody should have to take a test to go to a to a show or to a exactly. movie. We should, we can do that here if you haven't done a test where I'm in south of France. If you don't have the 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 job, as you guys say, uh, you have to you have to you know to go do a test, and that's twenty five euro every time you want. It's good for three days. So do the math. Eh? <laughs> You're limited on what you can do. Exactly. It's for a bit of COVID propaganda, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's you know the way I see it. Other people have different opinions. Sure. And that's cool, but, but right, certainly. Uh, man. No, so no, I hear you, man. Well, dude, um. Moving moving forward with yeah. um with eForce here with Mindbender, I mean, yeah. Do you feel like do you feel like you can even make plans for the future at this point with with touring and everything so much up in the air, or are you just going to try and do interviews to get the word out that way? I mean, what what is the plan? Uh well, we're gonna we're gonna do as many shows as we can. That's for sure. It's just depending on when and what. We're gonna see later next year, probably by April May have hopefully some dates lined up like very soon for April, May, maybe later as it goes. But uh, it, uh, it all depends, you know, um, I've been able to, I've been living in France since 2003 and I've been able to play in like about 18 different countries since I've been here to support, you know, the five albums I put out, which has been great because, you know, it's less expensive from, you know, airplane from Canada or whatever and the members and all that right. shit. And it's still very underground still, but uh, uh, we're waiting to see what's going to happen. And I really hope that we can to, uh, you know, continue right. what we do best in a sense. And uh, in the meantime, a few, you know, shows here and there and I already started creating songs for the new album. So you know. <laughs> a typical musician to putting out, putting out an album and already working on the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how it works. I. Eh? But no uh, nice. Well, Eric, um, where should we direct people to go to uh, check out eForce and get Mindbender and uh, follow along to for tour dates and all that stuff? Well, our website's uh, www.eforceofficial.com. Uh, you can go to Mighty Records in uh, Copenhagen, Mighty Music DK, or, or look up Eric Force on Facebook. There's a link to the eForce page. You can see all that stuff and. We're going to, you know, start posting more stuff as we go. And, you know, like everybody else, hope to get out there and rock again and uh, do do what we do and have the fans and continue this life as best as we can, all can. But, I, you know, I don't know how it is that we're in Cleveland or wherever, but over here it's, you know, still more bullshit of this and this and that. Now there's a third vaccine for right. old people now. It's like, right. okay, why? The fourth and fifth and sixth is coming? What the fuck? What are we talking about? <laughs> This is complete fucking bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, you just have to do your homework to realize what the fuck's going on. So I would love to be able to say, oh, we got 25 shows booked on right now. But, you know, I can't say that at the moment, but hopefully, you know, something soon. So, yeah. Will you try to do maybe like some of the festival shows over there instead, just so that you could reach 
you know, the, the largest amount of people with the music and whether it be Sweden rock or obviously Vakken would be awesome, but you know, Oh yeah. Yeah. Those? We've tried with they're, they're very hard to, hard to get on those big shows, even how fast they're very, very difficult. Uh, we were asked to play the, the Brutal Assault Festival a few months ago in August or four months ago, whatever. But uh, because of the, at that time, the, the threats of, oh, uh, you got to stay in quarantine for two weeks at your expense after this, if, you know, this. And it's just like, you know what? Like, fuck it, man. We're, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. So we, we, we canceled as a few bands did. We played there a couple times before, which is really good. Czech Republic is very good to E-Force. Italy, Spain, uh, the Eastern countries like Romania and stuff like that. We, we really love and enjoy, I do, playing there. And uh, like I said, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I have to see what happens. We just released a video last week, so hopefully that's going to get a little more attention. Uh, it's got some cool stuff. Uh, a sexy girl, my girlfriend, breathing fire and looking demonical, evil, like uh, nice. conjuring, Netflix, nun, fucking blood, scary, satanic porno, fucking look, you know, all that shit. But uh, we'll see what happens and uh, cross your fingers to to continue. Um, I just want to add that uh, we have a few special guests who do some solos on the album. Sure. It's uh, this guy, Dan Bond, from A Bank on Monument. Uh, a good friend of mine from Toulouse, France. This guy, Vincent Agar, okay. who's like a French Malmsteen. He does the track on a song called Hypnotic, if you've heard that. It's like yeah. ripping. And a good friend of mine from Canada, uh, Jim McLean from a band called Moral Annoyance. He plays a solo on it. And of course, Seb and a friend of Patrick's. And this guy, Yavi Feliz from a band called Graveyard from Spain, Barcelona. So that was, you know, really collective. I've, I've done that the last couple albums, having a few guys. It's because I'm still searching for a soloist on the guitar. But no, but, you know, <laughs> still get, I, I like to do guests because it is what it is. And uh, I mean, Sebastian is a great guitar player, but it's he's not the shredder kind of guy. I don't know. He does some really good stuff and he has a style. And, uh, but uh, the next album's going to be different. He's going to be more on board on this next one. Maybe not have to have more guests, but it's, it's nice to, uh, to have the right shredding at the right spot. Cause I'm a big fan of that stuff too. And, uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's killer, man. Uh, for people that don't know, the band is E force. The new re the new release is called Mindbender. It is out now. So buy it. I'll say first buy it. And if you can't afford to buy it, then you're allowed to stream it, but don't do it the other way. <laughs> Listen to it, drink to it, fuck to it, all that shit. You know, it's all good, really. Especially that middle tune, eh? Hey, with your loved one, eh? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, luller, luller into, into it before it just the gets... Future's past, <laughs> hey? Just don't get her pregnant, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Perfect. Well, one more time, the album is called Mindbender, T-Force, and uh, Eric, man, thanks so much for joining us here on uh, CMS Music. You too. Thanks so much. Cheers. Thank you, Chris. All right, Eric. All right, brother. All right. Take care, man. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And hand to